Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Corey Pons is back at quarterback now. Corey's in the end zone. Gets it away. Beat down the middle. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Depending on when you may be listening, welcome to episode 16 of Something's Brewing. How's everybody doing? Producer Dan, how are you, my friend? I'm doing very well. A little bit disappointed that we didn't get a chance to do this last night. but uh, <laughs> No, we probably, were going to. Yeah, we, we, we tried, but it was probably a little better yeah. that we didn't because it was going to be a little late. And you know how Friday nights get when they get late. Yes. Well, uh, and I think we both did a good job of not upsetting our spouses. Yeah, my wife said, there's no way Dan's going to let you come over that late. And I said, oh, he's going to. <laughs> no, Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. No, anyway. that wouldn't have been the problem. It's so, just, yeah. <laughs> it's Friday. Night. Other things. Yeah. So this episode brought to you by Organized Chaos Clothing, a lifestyle brand for our way of life. Life. I want to also give a shout out to a new female listener we have, hashtag Brooke and Burke. Thank you very much. We're welcome to the Something's Brewing family. And you, big, wait, wait, you know Brooke Burke? <laughs> this is not Brooke Burke. Dancing with the yeah. Stars? Yeah, no, this is hashtag Brooke and Burke. Uh, oh. It's actually my one of my my new manager's girlfriend. He's got her turned on to the show, and we really appreciate it. That's so, great. You're so happy to have that. Welcome. Thank you. I um, want to also give a shout out to two old teammates I hadn't seen in a long time. Shout out to Deshaun Foster and Brian Pulley Dixon. Had a nice lunch with them last week. Uh, and a big thank you to my favorite Persian for setting that up. So, <laughs> um, you have a favorite Persian. Yeah, exactly. Wow, that's that's fantastic. So uh, next up, I want we wanted to start something new. I know Dan, we've talked about this, but starting something new going forward uh, is going to be. This is episode sixteen, yeah. and from now on, as we started last week with Casey, you know, brother Casey, brother Casey, Casey um, as number fifteen, episode fifteen going yes. forward. Yes, we are going. I'm going to talk about my favorite number sixteen, and in future episodes, whatever episode it is, mm-hmm. my num- favorite number seventeen, favorite number eighteen, whatever in any okay. sport. Okay. Um, and as a reminder, you can email email us at Corey at somethingsbrewing.com. And we also would say this, hmm. if you have a favorite 17 or a favorite 18 or a favorite 19, send us an email, tell us a quick blurb about why they're your favorite. And if you win, we'll talk about it on the show. Yeah. So we set that up now. We obviously don't have any emails about 16 yet because we just talked about it. Well, that and, and I need to remember to check the email. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I should probably do that. Yeah, well, of course. Yeah. I'm sorry, everybody. That's okay. So here's the deal. Talk to Joe me. Montana, yeah. my favorite number sixteen. Oh, nice. Probably a lot of people's favorite number well, sixteen. It's Joe. It's Joe Let's just really quick on Joe Montana because we got a lot of great things to cover this week. I mean, this is going to be a packed show. I know you got to get to the OC for headshots, which I can't believe I actually said that out loud. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, Thanks for outing me. Are they paying you? Are you paying that? No, I have to pay them. Trust me. I pay double. <laughs> so Joe Montana, my favorite short quarterback. Now we're talking about a little, six, a little over 6'1". So I, I put quarterbacks into two categories. You're either 6'2 or under or you're 6'3 and over, right? Gotcha. The 6'2 something. Okay. You know, you, you're, you're so following. he's a short quarterback. Yeah, he, even though he's 6'1 and something, he's, he's right. considered a short quarterback. By far the best short quarterback of all time. Tom Brady is the best quarterback of all time. Okay. Okay. Um, but I used to love watching Joe Montana. 
Montana because he's about the same height as me. He was never a physically over the top talent talent either. Uh, you know, he didn't look you know muscular, seems similar to me. Um, and then I'll never forget getting recruited, which you talked about before. The West Coast offense was the biggest thing that the offensive coordinator that convinced me to go to UCLA, Al Borges, mm. God mm-hmm. love him, uh, talked about the West Coast offense, which was exactly what Bill Walsh and Joe Montana did. Yeah. for all those years when they were successful. Yeah. So small, uh, uh, a soft spot in my heart for Joe Montana. I have had, had the pleasure of meeting him on one step. Um, oh, is that right? On one occasion. Nice. was very gracious, and I loved, I just freaking loved the guy. All right, move it, moving on. Number seven, 16, 17. Number 17 is coming up next week, Okay, Dan. Don't, don't get ahead of getting, ourselves. I know. I'm for God's sakes. And speaking of God, did you know that it was Ash Wednesday? I did know that. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I mean, did I know, only know that because I see people walking around with burn marks on their well, foreheads. I, I first saw, I saw it coming out of the gym on Wednesday, and I was like, oh, oh, uh, uh, it's, oh, 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 okay, it's Ash Wednesday. Yeah. Um. So, did you take your ash to mass? <laughs> I took my mass to ash. Um, so, do you no. actually know what Ash Wednesday stands uh, represents? Because I actually, I, I used to. I I couldn't have. I couldn't describe it. I couldn't guarantee get it right without mm-hmm. looking it up, which is embarrassing considering ooh, I grew ooh, up in the church. Ooh, 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 ooh. Ash Wednesday is the beginning of Lent. Mm-hmm. Is that true? Yes. Yes. Well, a friend of mine is a priest, mm-hmm. and uh, that's how I know. You guys are still friends? <laughs> Just we are, yeah. Uh, I, don't so, tell him, I don't tell him about my evil thoughts, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know, give him any ideas. Yeah, you got to protect him. All right, that's a that's a. So it's the beginning of Lent, though, right? Yeah, and then and what you're supposed to do is basically, um, you know, fast and and get ready, uh, uh, practice self control, repentance um, prior to Easter. Right. So in 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 conjunction with what Jesus had to do, you're also not supposed to eat meat. I did try and do that for a couple of days, by the way. Not eat meat? Yeah. How I did, did that go? It, it, I did it for two days. <laughs> so <laughs> you maxed uh, out in two days. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, you know. I just wanted to make sure you remembered that. So wait a minute. So, so uh, the beginning of Lent, is that when Jesus got into the cave or whatever? That's the insertion into the cave. Yeah. And then Easter, he comes Rise. out of the cave. Rises. Rises. He rose out of the cave. Yeah. Yes. Can you imagine any uh, I'm such a scholar. biblical historians that were are probably rolling? Can, Poor things. Yeah, it's bad. I'm sorry. You, listen, I'm sorry. I guarantee we were not correct about everything we just Nothing. said. Okay, but next up. Also went to uh, a Los Angeles Lakers playoff game, and you're thinking, what do you mean, the playoffs? No, but if you've been following the Lakers, they pretty much needed to win out the rest of their games. So we went. Uh, <laughs> I went this yeah. week with my uh, my father-in-law, brother-in-law, sister-in-law against the Clippers, and uh, it did have a little bit of that playoff feel because it was a must-win game, Yeah, yeah. yeah. but... The Lakers suck, man. Oh, really? It was the Lakers and the Clippers. Yeah, it was Lakers oh, versus nice. the Clippers. And I forget his number. I forget his name, but number 21 on the Clippers was talking so much shit to LeBron <laughs> the whole game. Up in his face. Oh, antics. Yeah? You know, the type of antics that I that I hate to watch, but I was the guy doing on the basketball court in high school. <laughs> but, you know, and he was getting in, in, in LeBron's head. And now, yeah. granted, LeBron was hurt for 17, 18 games. But this is the first time he's not going to make the playoffs uh, since his rookie season. 
season, oh, I believe. That hurts. Which is a long time. Yeah, he's house hunting in uh, Chicago right now, or somewhere. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Right. He's like, no, uh, he's he, he's so big into the entertainment so business now. He's not. Yeah, I'm surprised he's still doing ball. I mean, yeah, I don't yeah, even like, think about just, it. He's like, yeah, stop doing playing. movies and TV shows. Right. He's on HBO all the time. But yeah. but one thing I do want to mention for those of you, uh, the next game he passed up Michael Jordan in the all time scoring list. And when Holy we were at the game, really? the game we were at, I noticed it popped up on the the jumbotron like a, a countdown to Jordan. And I was like, oh, wow. I, I, I think I just saw that. So he passed him up the following game. Uh, and for for you, because I know that you don't know this, and, and for a clarification for our listeners, sure. just so we're on the same page, number one is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, number two is Karl Malone, uh, number three is Kobe, four, LeBron is now four, and my favorite player of all time, Michael Jordan, is number five. So he still has 1,300 points to pass up Kobe. And let me just uh, say one thing that I haven't said before from the since we're on the Kobe-LeBron deal. Um, I, I mean, I'm probably not going to have a long conversation with LeBron anytime soon, and he's probably not going to invite me onto a show. But if he does, I'll, I'm not going to apologize for what I'm about to say. Kobe was a killer, okay? He, <laughs> LeBron is a passer. And mm. Mm. I don't care how physically gifted he is. He is one of the most physically gifted basketball players yeah. ever. But I'll take Kobe, Kobe or Michael was... Jordan all day, yeah. any day, period. Now, who so, did you say is number one? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Kareem, yeah. all-time scoring list. Okay. Uh, all right, let's move the chains here, uh, move, Dan. Move the chains? <laughs> you like how I threw that in there? No, I don't know Do you know what, what that talking? even means? No. Okay. Well, first of all, the chains on your SUV when you're going to Mammoth. Like, what do you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, so, first of all, I've been using too many of the same transition words. So, I'm throwing Is in a little right? extra. Oh, okay. So, uh, I've move got the some chains. negative feedback uh, from some listeners. So, moving the chains okay. means moving into the next segment. And it's mm-hmm. also a football reference, which means you you move the chains, you get a first down. I got a new gotcha. set of downs. Got it. So is that is the uh, I don't know what it's called. Like the down mark. There's the, there's the this, down markers. Like, is that what right. it's called? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just was guessing. Mm-hmm. The down markers have chains on them. And guess how long? How long? How much chain is there? Do you think? Half a football field. <laughs> so I mean, I mean the, the width. Half the width. No, the chain is ten yards because that's how much you have to get for a first down. I don't know. Okay. Listen, this, Next, I just want to know Let's, why you're so worried that someone's going to steal the marker and it's chained down. <laughs> That's actually funny. Right. Okay, so let's move the chains. Rest in peace, Luke Perry. Oh my God! I know. I you're you're obviously older, Dan, but Is I'm 38 obvious? years old, mm-hmm. and I remember having to sneak upstairs to my parents' bedroom to watch Beverly Hills 90210 really? because my <laughs> parents thought it was too edgy and I was too young and blah blah blah, right. and. You like you're either. I feel like you're either in Jason Priestley, right. you know, camp, right, right. or Luke, Luke Perry's camp, camp, yeah, Dylan, you know, or Brandon, right. Um, and I was a, I was a, were you Luke Perry? Yeah, yeah, come yeah. on. I Did mean, you grow your sideburns as fast? as I could you never could. Did. My right yeah. sideburn grows well. My left sideburn is. is it's a, like I have trader. a Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde thing going right. on. Well, half your head is Luke Perry. Right. The yeah. other half, and the other side is like yeah, like the, the the devil and the and the angel. But no, I loved Luke Perry. He was so cool. He was oh, so cool in that in that show. So I actually had a meeting. Um, 
uh, uh, yesterday afternoon happy hour with a, a guy that's about 10 years older than me. He's actually eight years, 46, something like that. He, we were talking. I was, you know, just getting a little prep for the show, kind of practicing out some of my new stuff. Nice. And uh, I brought up the Luke Perry thing and 90210. And he's like, do, I said, do you remember, you know, you're almost 10 years older. Did you watch 90210 also? And he said, he told me a great story. I actually texted you to remind me, which I see that you yeah, did. I, I did. I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, he was in Scottsdale back then, living in Scottsdale, you know, a young, young adult. Okay. You know, I was a teenager, right? He was a young adult. And they would have 90210 watch parties at the bars. Okay. What? Yeah. So he, he I, I couldn't believe it. So there was. <laughs> so people old enough 20, to drink. 21 year olds would go into it. And he said it was the best place to pick up chicks God, because bet. you had a bunch of great looking, you right. know, 20 somethings right. that were literally at the bar with the sound on. He said there wasn't just one Watching bar, multiple all that bars, romance, and yeah, tension, right? Mm. And 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 it's and obviously you know, you're you're brilliant. somewhat in the Hollywood business. You got a bunch of mid twenty year old kids playing teenagers, yeah. You know, so they yeah. they have a <laughs> yeah, little more absolutely. sex appeal anyway. Uh, but wow. you know, rest in peace. Really, really, like truly loved Luke yeah. Perry, and it's it's uh, sad to see him go at some su- such a uh, such a yeah. uh, young age. How old was he? Fifty two, early fifties. Yeah, early fifties. Wow. But still looked good. I yeah, thought he's Luke Perry. Still, Come on, yeah. man. Right. And, and, but guy. didn't look like he's had a lot of work done either, though. No, you know? no, I don't think so. Still looked relatively I think he was natural. Just, like, doing it, yeah. Thought thought he looked relatively natural. Okay, so next up. Uh, Another boxer met Bernard Hopkins at the gym the other day. All right, what's going on? He rolls up, rolls. Well, I, I see him pulling in at the gym. Yeah, so I'm walking <laughs> into the gym, and he's rolling up in a black Rolls Royce. Like, oh, you know, looking good. Got a good looking uh, wow. wife or girlfriend, whoever was with him, and you know me. I I couldn't pass it up. I I, no, I got on my phone, pretending like I was making a call. Waited for him to get out of the car, <laughs> and then just gave him a quick, hey, nice to meet you, just so that I could yeah, yeah. Well, add yeah. it to the list. Right, sure. Because that list, for those of you that it's, haven't listened to all of our episodes in order, brilliant. is since we've started Something's Brewing, I have now personally met Sugar Ray Leonard, Tommy Hearns, Evander Holyfield, and now Bernard Hopkins <laughs> in 17-week period. Seriously? Or no, 18 weeks. We right. missed a week. Right. Uh, did meet Michael, um, uh, Michael Mike Tyson. Prior to the starting of the show, and I have met Floyd Mayweather. Seriously, yeah, seriously, I so, forgot about Tyson. Yeah, so I'm, really? I can't wait to meet those guys after since we've started. Something's yeah. growing because I'm I, I'll be able to get into a good conversation yeah, gotta, with Mike Tyson. We, we got to have a boxer on the show. Why don't we reach out to him see if he'll come on the show? Yeah, can can we do that remote though? I think I'd be too scared if he were here. I was watching a highlight of him going off on Don Lemon, you know, the CNN reporter. Yeah, yeah. I was. I don't know how I got into watching clips of Don Lemon, and uh, and it, one was when Tyson was literally calling, telling Don he's full of shit because Don really <laughs> You're uh, the, full of shit. <laughs> yeah. the, the the piece that they aired, actually putting Mike Tyson on TV was mm. very little. He's like, Mike, he goes, Don. He's like, Don, what, what's, what's what's going on here? Like, you've been. He's like, well, we. <laughs> talked the whole time he's like we we're talking off camera like this is bullshit you know don you're full of shit and he's like going off and then you can tell don's starting to get nervous don's like yeah i'm just i just angered someone yeah humble me yeah. A moment exactly so uh anyway thought that that was obviously uh you know that's awesome adds to the legend of of our boxing connection we're gonna have to start some sort of uh you know, like wall of fame for for all the boxers, like like it's our restaurant, brewing. like it's our Italian yeah, restaurant, or something. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, that would be great. That's a great <laughs> idea. Yeah, we need a, a caricaturist. And we're but I'm there. not. I'm not that. Uh, you know, you're managing the something's brewing Instagram in theory. 
um, which I I am getting very close to being ready to make a full f- fledged push. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I'm getting close. Mm. Um, I have a couple ideas we got to talk about uh, off camera, um, but I'm not the big. Hey, can I take a picture with you? Yeah, no. Yeah. Never, never have. Some people are really good at that, and, uh, yeah, and some people have no shame in that. Right. And, and 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 it and it doesn't. It's not a guarantee either. By the way, there's some people that I've been around. You know, whether it, it, you would think like let's let's call it like a successful businessman, right? Right. And, and you you would think there's no way that this successful businessman is actually going to go over there and ask this famous person for a <laughs> selfie. Right. No way. You're like, right. are you serious? Right. You're going to do that? Come on. Oh, go, go, go. No, really? Wow, you're doing it, and he's yeah. doing it, yeah. and, and it's like big smiles, like. <laughs> And and then there's then there's this other random people that it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't always work out the same way. Then you got a random person you would think would be all over a selfie would say I would never do a selfie. Right. Does that mean you know what I mean yeah. by that? Well, can you imagine when you were playing football when you were starting and all that? Yeah. If people had cell phones that could take pictures and all, I mean that's what you would do you, all day is yeah, defend yourself was, against selfies, well, right? And there were well, I'm not, I wasn't. We weren't myself and my teammates. We weren't. That famous, but I mean, we were like somewhat famous in my at the mind. Time. We've you talked were about that. that famous. Yeah, I mean, but but when you would have like a spring practice or a spring game or a fall oh, game, right, fall sure. camp, a big event, yeah, it took pictures with little kids all the time and signed all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, you know, like that's why if you ever get asked, Dan, if anyone asked for your autograph, yeah. Going forward, sure. You just give it to them and feel great about it. I will. I promise. You know, I have a I have a sharpie in my pocket right now. Yeah, you're John Hancock. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Herbie Hancock. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so let's move the chains again. All right. One thing that I have to talk about Ooh. took the family to medieval times last weekend. No. Yes. I've never been there. Okay. So I, it's a real thing. It's a real thing. There's about seven of them throughout the country. Because they're in movies a lot, but I've, but I've never yeah, like, seen so many proof. Spoof, yeah, it's like a, like in, in, in a, like a spoof inside the movie all yeah, the time, exactly, right? Exactly. Especially Cable Guy. Remember that scene? Where, <gasps> that was Cable how Guy. How great was that scene? Yeah. So, I, I so grew you up, went. And I had grown up. Growing up in, Illinois, in the suburbs of Illinois, there's a Medieval Times in Schaumburg, Illinois, which is like a 30-minute drive from us, right? Um, and my parents, you know, I love my parents to death, but that was like something that they, they would probably have said yeah, that we're not going to pay to go see that. That's, that's ridiculous. That's too, yeah. So we never went. Okay. But then Christine had the, you know, my wife had a great idea that to go, to go. And I was like, yeah, let's, let's do it. I've well, always well, right. wondered what it was. Holy cow. So you've never been. No. You don't get any utensils. You the kids get this giant <laughs> iron mug. No. Yeah, and we actually VIP. I sent you the VIP picture. I think we got to no. put that up. Yeah, I would. I would gotta of see course. that. Of course, you know, you know us. We only go places with VIP well, sure. rooms. Right. We actually paid to go to the VIP Cheesy at corporate. medieval, and I have the the, the the lanyard that says it right there. Nice. We got to add that to the Please to the send me that. to the yeah, website. That's awesome. So that basically, all they let you do is sit in the middle <laughs> instead of the corner. <laughs> um, but so no utensils. No though? utensils whatsoever. Okay. Eating with, all with your hands. Okay. Heavy metal plates. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. As if you are in the medieval times, right? Okay. And they come, they come by with giant chickens that have been, you know, uh, grilled uh, throughout the time. And you get to you, each section of the uh, sort of the arena. Okay, okay, has uh, they're all color coded, connected to your knight. So there's six different oh, knights. Oh, okay, with different colors. So you have a knight. You're yes. sitting there. You have a guy. Yes. already. Like, so we had we had the uh, they the, as you know you know how times are the racially correct it was they don't have a white knight or a black knight they have a yeah. white and black knight 
So he's white and black. Like his okay. colors are white and black. It's and who's a, he joust? He jousts against the green knight, the purple knight, the red knight, oh, the blue knight. Gotcha. But there's not a white knight. So and a the black, black knight. and white guy is the hero guy. And our guy won. We were the white and black knight, and he nice. won. And the and the, you should have seen Kylie, one of the twins, you know, this four and a half year old that is has such an attitude when the non color when the bad knight, mm-hmm. the knight that wasn't our knight, mm-hmm. would come around and sort of you know. Placate to our neighbor, our, our area. She was literally yelling at him, screaming at him. It's like, get out of here! No, yes. Oh my! She God. had more loyalty to the white and black knight than she had at a UCLA football game. <laughs> yeah. So, but here's a couple of points I want to make out about the medieval times. Okay. So crazy. I've scoured the internet for this because you know me. I'm always trying to come up with creative, original ideas, Very creative. not just banal Very platitudes that came right. from before that I'm just recreating right. with a certain little spin on it. Exactly. Medieval times yes. in history, knights oh, okay. in the medieval times. The actual, right. Knights in the medieval times, okay. in my opinion, were the first professional athletes. Just let that marinate for a second. So I, I, I can't think of another one. And, and the more I did a little more research on this, the knights would compete in these tournaments right. and get paid if you won. And, and and even if you didn't win, you would still receive some sort of uh, payment, whether it be uh, uh, you know uh, armor or a new horse, all kinds of stuff. See, Gold. I'm try- yeah, I'm trying desperately to refute your claim. I know, I'm and, just uh, saying it's I, not working. I, I, I know because everything I think of because my first thought was the Olympics. Right, the Olympics have been around since little, little, I don't even know I forever. Mean, so, like, BC, but, they, I have but no those idea. were amateur athletes. Those are amateur, paid to do so. right? So that doesn't qualify. Mm-hmm. And when you say professional athlete. Yeah, I keep thinking like they were performing in, a, in somewhat of a sport for money, and, right. you can, and I was trying to think maybe samurais, but uh, but the samurais were not there. There, and again, I, I mean, I've been to, been to Japan, read up, you know, seen right. plenty of you know readings about the samurai, but I don't ever remember uh, the actual tournaments. That samurais but, would have, but I think they were more. Um, they were training quasi military yeah, slash guards slash did you assassins. Also, not to not to change subjects, but samurai. Do you know that in in the in the shogun times in Japan, that if you were a samurai, you were allowed to kill anyone anytime you wanted because they, they can the 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 people considered it practice since you were the most <laughs> right. Are you serious? Yeah, like you were you were untouchable as as a as a uh, samurai, untouchable whatsoever because you were the most important person to the village because you were, because you were able to protect it. Right. So so if you needed to practice your sword, like it, it was literally it's been written down as like a law. Like That's you, samurai can do whatever they want. Wow. Yeah. Long great a lot more things I want to get Are into you into about samurai that. movies. I, I am, and I'm into, you know me, I'm into the samurai culture. Yeah, you, you know, are, right? I'm into the Asian culture. Wait a minute. Wait so, a minute. Wait a minute. What? What about sumo wrestlers? <sighs> Good. Maybe. Damn. That might. We, well, we're going to have to look that up. When when did sumo wrestling start? I have no idea. You say, you say something about sports, and, okay. I'll, and I'll Google All right, it. Well, I'll keep talking about medieval times. You look at that. <laughs> so do you remember the movie Ice-T? Don't, don't talk. You focus on that. So I'm gonna, for, for the listeners, you remember the movie Ice-T? Or they're not the movie Ice-T, but there was a movie with Ice-T, I forget the name, but where a bunch of wealthy hunters actually started hunting Ice-T. As he oh. was, as if he was. That game. was one of those many. Uh, yeah, yeah the, I can't remember that. The movie. most dangerous game uh, movies. Something like that. Yeah. Okay. So here's my my correlation with that. Talk to me. How awesome would it be if we could have a real medieval times where professional knights fought to the death? 
real, today. Real nights. How much would wealthy people pay to see that? So that's with my correlation to the movie where they hunted Ice-T. So I'm not trying to hunt humans and shoot them down like freaking running man. Okay. <laughs> but oh, I love it. But you, you know, like underground, it still exists. I have never, have you ever been to an underground, like unsanctioned fight, a uh, boxing oh, match? Oh, many times. No. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you've seen blood sport. You've seen blood sport with uh, Van Damme. Uh, sure, oh yeah. Lionheart, yeah. you know, like the underground fighting scene. Sure. Sure. It's, it's gotta still oh, exist. I've, I've never movies. been to one. Right. But, oh, by the way, side note, well, one of my buddies went out uh, on a date with Van Damme's daughter the other day. Ooh, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> No matter how hot she is, I don't know if I could do that. Boy, I bet I Van bet, Dam's a little guy, though. He, he's, and I bet his daughter's very attractive. If you look her up, she's yeah, she, she can do a lot of the same kicks that he could do too, which is which is also kind of cool. But that was a side note about Van. Okay, Damme. so in the excitement of the show, I can't really find any start date on right. sumo wrestling. Okay, we'll we'll we'll, we'll figure that We're out figure later. That out for well, that'll, that'll bring up, be our, our follow up next week. But so wait, your friend went out with Van Dam's daughter. Yeah, we 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 we're going to no, have to go I to know, a different. But topic. I, I don't know if I can move on from that. Wait. If you look her up, you won't definitely won't be able to move on. Uh, Okay, but no. So listen, back to my point. I would happily pay a huge sum of money to watch an actual real medieval knight competition where they fought to the death. I want that people to think about that. All right. Speaking of fighting. Also paid sixty four ninety five for high definition of UFC two thirty five on pay per view. Nice uh, uh, over the weekend and a couple different fights I wanted to focus on. There is a Brazilian by the name of Johnny Walker, right? You're like it's like <laughs> really, dude. <laughs> yeah, you know Johnny Walker speaking Portuguese is an oxymoron. Right, but literally, I don't know if that's his real name, but. A, that's what he goes by. Johnny Walker is a light heavyweight, and for the he his fight was on the prelim fights, so it wasn't actually on the pay per view portion. Mm. But I watched him the fight before, and I and I'd never heard of him. Okay, you'll you'll never forget him again. Brazilian guy named Johnny Walker. Right, okay? right. I remember watching him the last time he fought and thinking this dude is a badass motherfucker. Right, really. Oh yeah. So I see that he's fighting up next, and I and we're actually I was actually at the uh, at the movies. The, all the the whole family was watching the the Train Your Dragon movie. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. And the kids were being too loud, and I was like, I was I couldn't stand like hearing them all talk. I'm like, guys, you got to be quiet. So I went outside and started watching the UFC prelims <laughs> at, at the, the bar, at the right? movie theater, at the bar, at the movie theater. <laughs> so he's coming up. I pull okay. up my bet- betting app on my phone. Shout out to stakebob.com. <laughs> Nice. You actually should start paying for, paying us for that. Steak Bob? Steak Bob. Okay. So I'm watching and I see that, that Johnny Walker's coming up next. Like, that's the guy I think is a right, badass. That's your guy, right? I pull it up. He's like minus 180 on betting, right? So you have to bet 180 to win 100, okay? So it's not great odds. Okay. Yeah. He's obviously the favorite. Yeah. I put $500 on him okay. because I was there's no way he's going to not win this fight. Um, but you know, even though you feel like there's no way he's not going to win the fight, it, I don't like. I never, very rarely bet that much on any event. Like that's a big bet for me—a five hundred dollar okay. bet on one thing. Um, and it's, but I did it, and I was like, but I believe in him so no. much. But then I got my hands got sweaty. <laughs> I, I was nervous. Um, undo, undo, right? I'm like, oh shit! Oh, it already went through. Damn it! Uh, customer service isn't answering. Um, so watch the dude. <laughs> so here's. So this is the best part. So he's, I. I I'm like getting anxious, anxious, right? Right. right. <laughs> so he 
beat, kicks the dude's ass within less than a minute. Seriously? Yes. <laughs> and and I'm like, okay, all right. So we win. He then gives like a stands up straight for his celebration. He gives a salute, like you know, like oh, a military salute. Okay. And then he's about to do the worm. You know what the worm sure. is? The dance move. Yeah. He lands on his face, bangs his face on the mat, and and hurt his shoulder. <laughs> Doing the worm. Trying to celebrate doing the worm. Seriously. Yes. So he can go in the ring with arguably one of the top fighters in his weight class. Right. Demolish the guy. And then it got hurt doing the worm. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my God. And and, and there was other people that were paying attention to the the, uh, fight at the bar. And I'm looking at everybody. I'm going, he just got hurt. And they're like, oh, no, no way. He didn't get hurt. No way. I go, watch. He, He rolls over on his back. And he's still not getting up. Trainers had to come up, come out and check on him because he hurt his shoulder doing the worm. Anyway. Oh, my God. Yeah. Can you believe that? Okay. That's awesome. So next fight, I want to talk about Robbie Lawler. Uh, you know, old old school guy. Been fighting for a long time uh, against Ben Askren, who came from a competing, div- uh, uh, you know. Uh, Lawler? Yeah, Robbie Lawler and Ben Askren. Isn't that the guy think- that used to wrestle Andy Kaufman all the time? <laughs> Sounds similar. Yeah. But Ben Askren came from a competing league. So this was one of his first fights. I think his first fight in the UFC. So there was a little controversy. Ben Ben got dropped on his head. Ben Askren got gets dropped on his head, gets the shit kicked out of him for you know two one and a half minutes, and fights his whole way back and chokes out Robbie Lawler, and his Ooh, arm damn. went limp. So the you saw his arm go limp. And then the the referee stopped the fight because he's like, it just choked him out. His arm right, went limp, right. but it but his arm only went limp for a split second, and he didn't choke him out. And, and the Robbie Lawler was still conscious, oh, and so then no. yeah, everybody yeah. So I felt oh. bad for you know for Herb Dean, who's who's one of the best referees in the history of the UFC, you know, legendary guy, and everyone's saying he made a mistake. But I, I saw the guy's arm go limp too. But then next fight, so there was two championship fights on the same card. Maybe that's why mm. they charged extra. Um, Kamaru Usman beat Tyrone Woodley, and Usman is legit. Okay, this was for the welterweight title. That dude, Tyrone Woodley, is is a Hall of Fame UFC fighter uh, for sure, and he didn't know. It looked like he didn't know anything about how to fight this guy. <laughs> Against this guy. He yeah, looked really? like he was confused and he just wow. and, and that, that I was really impressed. And then last but not least, you know, John Bones Jones, who many believe is the greatest fighter of all time. Um, he's had some this is a guy that's who's had some off the field problems, you know, mm. you to use a football or, mm-hmm. or basketball analogy. He's gotten caught doing stupid shit, you know, running or leaving a car, you know, all kind a couple handful of things that don't make sense. But his interview after this fight, he looked to be in a fantastic place. Really? So whoever was, you know, I'm not blaming it on his handlers because you still are a human being. You make a lot of your, no one's forcing you to make stupid decisions. Right, right. You still, at the end of the day, have to take responsibility for your decisions. But you can tell that his team around him now has done something because this dude, <laughs> right? he looks clear headed and he is, no one would ever argue with his, his, his ability um, to actually fight. But now it looks like he's got a clear head. So my point of that is I hopefully Johnny Walker's not hurt and he's still not yeah. I don't think he's even in the top ten ranking yet for the mm. same because they're in the same weight class. But mark my words, I and I haven't spoke I've met Dana White, spoken to him, but I haven't spoken to him about this. He runs the UFC. Yeah. I see a Johnny Walker, John Bones, Bone John Bones 
Jones flight fight really in the future. Yeah. So for my UFC listeners out there, I hope you agree. Um, <sighs> all right. So moving on. <laughs> I haven't done that every time. No, that's so it's okay. So sure. when you don't do it every time, now you can do it. Now you see. see? So let's take Brooklyn's Bridge over to the last segment of the show. Oh, let's do it. Uh, I hope everybody sticks around because then you're going to know. Um, and before we get into the last segment about someone that has inspired me uh, more than I've been inspired by anyone in a long time, as you know, we... Uh, strive to do a little inspiration. Sure. Um, you know, for seven weeks straight, we chronicalize the pause laws. So for those of you that haven't uh, done the three, episode three on, which is basically when I think we started, because that's the, when you and I started. Right, right. Um, just a quick recap on the seven rules to success through positive thinking, which are the pause laws. Number one, keep a positive attitude at all times. Number two, don't forget to pause and reflect. Number three, always position yourself for success. Number four, remember a round of a pause. Number five, everyone needs some apostles. Number six, never play possum. And number seven, feel the pause and effect. So this guy that we're about to talk about next and the show <laughs> right. is not an imposter. No. This guy is better than us. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, and who I'm talking oh, yeah. about, you know, is a gentleman by the name of Rob Mendez. So two a week and a half ago, if not a little bit, maybe two weeks ago, his his story was featured on uh Sports Center. And for those of you that have not seen the Rob Mendez uh short slash, you know, clip slash yeah, story. You have got to go to YouTube and search Rob Mendez. So you watched right. the. You know what? I'll um. I'll watched, put it on something's brewing too. Perfect. If Thank I can. you. Yeah. Thank you. So yes, I did. I watched. He, I watched it uh, very recently. And he's a head junior varsity football coach uh, in I think Northern California, Saratoga, California. He's got no arms and no legs. Okay, he drives his uh, you know his wheelchair, his electronic wheelchair. His motorized wheelchair. He writes with a pen in his mouth. He learned how to the 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 techniques and the strategies of football by playing Madden on Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. With his chin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And again, because, and to be super because we can't see him. When you say norms and legs, it's like he has no. Like Rob Mendes doesn't even have stumps. Mm -hmm. Or like, well, he's got leg down to the knee. No, 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 no. He literally zero appendages. Yeah, and I forget the actual name of it, and I don't think they ever gave the name. But the the, the how rare it is. There's only one hundred of them. Oh, of, is that of, right? of people with people this like Rob situation? Yeah, in in the world. But he was born that way. Correct. Yeah, yeah. And I was brought to tears multiple times during the story. The first one was when the mom, <laughs> Jesus. I'll fill in if you. <laughs> oh man! Um, so the first one was when the mom, you you know, the mom was being very honest about how she felt at first, right, and how she didn't want to see him at first, right? It was too hard. Yeah, and then you see his sister and his dad, and then and then they show the clips of this this guy when he was a baby and like a young kid. His attitude from the moment he had it was able to deliver any emotion was the. The, the most heartwarming, best attitude you you could ever imagine. Yeah, seriously. And you know, learning how to play the piano with with a pencil in his mouth, right? Yeah, like, you know, like yeah. just certain things that 
Yeah, you, you hear all the time about things that we take for granted. Right. But you could take things for granted when, like you said, you lost all limb, right? Or right. had a tragedy happen after everything was going perfectly fine. But the way that this guy has persevered, and his tagline is, who says I can't now? And he says it really quick to it. So get, we'll get to the football part for now. So he... he it, it, it was a student of the game by playing Madden, big mm-hmm. fan of the game, mm-hmm. um, was coaching some quarterbacks and whatnot, and he goes to an interview to become a head coach for a junior varsity football team <laughs> right, right. At, at a you know legit high school. It wasn't like it was an eight man football; it was like legit football. Um, and in the head coach that is the head coach of the varsity team talks about you know the interviewing process and they and they introduce him to the team for the first time, yeah. and his his presence and his delivery. Considering he is on a you know a motorized wheelchair with no arms and no legs is is the most is the coolest thing that I've ever seen. Yeah, it's, and it's amazing. to watch the kids then talk about him as well uh, was was pretty awesome. Yeah, uh, I hope you can agree because they don't see they just see that the type of person that he is and the mm-hmm. mindset that he has mm-hmm. uh and i haven't been inspired or motivated like that in a long time so hopefully you've you felt the same way i loved it i loved it the guy is so inspirational but but he he so has the backs and the hearts of those kids yeah that they well he's all in yeah right mendez is all in right and so the kids are all in yep and he talks so much about them being a family yeah that he took a team that I'm not, I don't get the impression they were particularly successful you and were going really to be and brought them around. together. Yeah. Really just, it's an outstanding piece, but he's a, yeah, he's an amazing guy. Pretty impressive. Wow. So, you know, I, I, I uh, I meant to like send you can you can send an info to him about speaking engagements, but I am going to uh, I'm going to send him an email and and see if we can get him on the really? show. Really? Yeah. So that'd be amazing. I, I, I hope we can, and I and I hope he I hope he uh, accepts because uh, it would be great to have a good conversation oh with, them, God, with the three be, of us. It'd be but amazing, especially <laughs> we'll, you know do another end segment with Rob Mendez, but. Anyway, so hopefully if you haven't seen it again, go back and watch it because yeah. if you don't watch that and don't think to yourself and still don't like sports, then you're an asshole. <laughs> right? Exactly. So, but uh, get some more things to talk about uh, in, in future episodes. So in closing, have a fantastic rest of your morning, a beautiful afternoon or a wonderful evening. And remember, if you keep a positive attitude at all times, something's always brewing. Corey Pauls is back at quarterback now. Corey's in the end zone. Gets it away. Deep down the middle. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.